0: Hey golfers, what's going on? Tim Connor here, PGA golf coach, golf coach, golf academy owner out of Spokane Valley, Washington. My job every day is to help people play better golf. And this podcast is here to help pass along some of the things I get to experience in my day-to-day and just being here in the trenches every single day, coaching, teaching, absorbing, learning trying to do a better job reevaluating how i'm doing my job rinse cycle repeat and trying to run a business at the same time that's my story and i'm sticking to it and this podcast is solely dedicated to help you with your golf learning curve golf is a vast sport there's a lot going on short game putting long game driving it, it's hard to decipher where, where to put your energy and your time, but that's kind of what makes it awesome and beautiful is like, you, I tell people you never win golf. So you don't just wake up one day and have it mastered. You definitely see glimpses of things that are amazing and glimpses of things that are just the opposite of amazing, but at the end of the day, it's about making progress, it's not about perfection. This game is about progress not perfection and I hope you can keep that in your mindset as you're working towards whatever's important to you. That's another thing that's important is I'm not here to tell you what should be important to you. You need to figure that out. But I'm here to help give you some tools to help you work towards being one step better every single day. And if you do that, you that is that is winning. That is how you win this game. That is how you make progress over time. And that's also how you build sustainable progress. Sustainable progress is built on a strong foundation. Don't ever take that for granted. Having a strong foundation allows you to build vertically and long-term. So if you're having problems with a two-way miss, if you're having problems not owning your ball flight, chances are your foundation has a few cracks in it. And you try to stack skills on it, but you're just not getting there because you're missing something in your fundamentals. Anyway, that's my little speech. I want to keep you thinking, keep you on your toes and just have you thinking about you know, what, is, what, is, what is the thing that you need to be working on? Where do you need to be allocating your time? How, what does your roadmap look like? And that's what's cool about my job is, is everybody's roadmap is different. Now there are definitely similarities in my roadmap and your roadmap, but they're different. And we're all on our own journey and that's what makes it fun, makes it cool. Anyway, let's talk about ball flight today. Let's talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, which is fixing in the old-fashioned slice. How to fix your slice, what the correct order of operations is, I think that's something that a lot of people get confused, and how to make that golf ball that curves to the right, curve to the left. Okay? This is a very important subject. It's near and dear to my heart. A lot of you don't understand that you struggle with a slice or an open club face, and the reality is that you do. If you've ever watched a wedge fade to the right, if you ever, you know, hit one right going right with a driver, if you struggle hitting the ground before the ball, you may also struggle with a slice and not know it. If you can. Take some slow motion video of your swing, analyze it, and tell me how your club face looks one or two frames prior to impact. Does it look like it's pointed down at the golf ball? Because more often than not, it's not pointed at the golf ball. It's pointed way right, and best case scenario, it's getting flipped shut at the bottom of your golf swing for most. All right, so what it comes down to first, the first step in fixing a slice is educating yourself What is making my golf ball curve to the right? I'm speaking about a right-handed player here. What's making my golf ball curve to the right? It's, the math of it is, the simple math of it is, it's the combination of your club face to your swing path. So your, your club face is pointed to the right of your swing path, and because it's pointed to the right of your swing path, your ball is curving to the right. Now your swing path is an important part of this equation. But hear me out because we're going to talk about the club face first. So, if your club face is pointed to the right of your swing path, your ball is curving to the right. How do we make that ball curve to the left? Well, we point the club face to the left of the swing path first. First, the first thing you fix when you're fixing a slice is you first educate yourself about what is making that slice happen. And second, you do some work on the club face. You learn to get that club face more closed at the hitting area. All right, now your club face is a combination of a lot of things, but mainly your hands and how your hands attach to the club. And then what's your wrists and hands do from that position? So a good golf grip is a grip in which our hands work together, meaning that our hands are kind of like smushed together. If we lift up the club and look at the back of our hands, our knuckles are kind of in line. Our creases between our thumb and our where our thumb connects to our hands we want those creases pointed towards our trail shoulder we want our wrists in alignment with our arms as if you were standing tall we don't want our wrists angled inward or downward or if you're putting your hands up in front of your face and turning your hands to the middle of your body how they turn downward we don't want that in your grip we want your hands in a neutral position, mostly in your fingertips, and the creases pointed towards your trail shoulder. Now your grip is just the beginning. It's just scratching the surface. Most of you, I can fix your grip, but that's not gonna fix your slice because you've never educated your hands. Your hands need the education. They need to go through first grade, second grade, third grade, all the way through 12. You need to learn how to use your hands. Your hands are an intricate part of the golf game because your hands are your most primary influencer on your club face, which is your most primary influencer on where that golf ball ends up. All right, now we're not going to talk about swing path too much. We are going to a little little bit, but today is a club face related discussion, because that is step one when it comes to fixing a slice. And it's also the long game when it comes to knowing where your golf ball is going to go. Knowing where your golf ball is going to go is about knowing how to create good contact and knowing where to point your club face and what is repeatable. Yes, you need a functional swing path, you need a swing path that is traveling, hopefully from the inside of the golf ball, hitting the golf ball and then traveling back to the inside in a semicircle. If you're measuring it on something like a Foresight GC Quad or a TrackMan, I like a swing path anywhere from zero degrees to five, six degrees inside out. Now we're not gonna get into the weeds on that because we're talking about fixing slices. And what's important to fix a slice? What's important to fix a slice is educating yourself, your hands, and how to make that club face point to the left of your swing path. Okay, so now you have a decent grip. Your hands are together. The creases are pointed towards the trail shoulder. Our wrists are in alignment with our forearms. We're not drooping our wrist back or any of that goofy stuff. We have a decent golf grip. From that point, The main primary influencer on club face angle that we need to be educating is our lead hand, and our lead hand needs to get really, really good at twisting to the left. Now, for any of you that have ever used a screwdriver, I want you to imagine putting that screwdriver into the screw and twisting counterclockwise. That is the motion we need to implore in the golf swing to get the club face closed. We need to twist counterclockwise. And when does that happen? Well, it starts happening at the top of your golf swing and should continue basically into the hitting area. Your wrists are progressively turning to the left and there's not like a right or wrong amount, it's more ball flight related. And then what it really boils down to is how to use your combination of your grip and your wrist to keep the club face most square or most perpendicular to your swing arc through the golf ball. So if you can imagine the way to hit the golf ball the straightest or the most predictably is to keep your club face square or at 90 degrees to your swing arc through the hitting area. That is ultimate club face control. That is something we should all be working towards in the long game, meaning that it's something that we're always working towards. We can always have better control of our club face. And really that's what creates predictability over time. Now your swing path. I almost always do not fix swing path first, number one, because it's very uncomfortable when you change your swing path and you have a wide open club face. So what happens is you're just gonna hit the ball further right, going right. That is very, that is a very hard way to learn golf. Number two is because when we fix the, sw- the club face, the swing path gets better on its own. So we haven't had a swing path discussion, but the swing path is already starting to get better. And for some, it'll come most, most if not all of the way to where it should be. Interesting, right? Your swing path is very much influenced by your wrist positions, and your wrist positions are very much influenced by your club face, and I think instinctively, most of us have an idea of how to get the golf ball to go where we want it to go, so when we start closing the club face, we actually swing a little more inside out or to the right of the target than what we were used to, because instinctively we know that our club face is closed and we don't want to hit a quack hook going left, a duck hook, and for that reason, we'll actually naturally or instinctively swing a little more inside out. So to recap, what do we do? We fix the club face first, we educate ourselves and our hands as to how they should work to make that golf ball curve to the left. Now in the progression of fixing a slice, You're not just going to first fix your slice and be done. The first thing you're gonna do is learn to hook the golf ball. If you're a slicer, you need to learn to be a hooker. You're going to learn to hook the golf ball and you're gonna get pretty damn good at it. And the reason for that is hooking the golf ball is a skill that you've never explored or experienced, so you wanna get good at that. And the second reason for that is all the things that we would do to open up the club face after you've hooked the golf ball, I consider to be good player problems. That whole series of events to go from hooking back to hitting it straight is a good progression of positive skills to get you back to where you wanna be. We hook the golf ball for some amount of time, then we come back to relatively straight. And that's a wonderful progression, friends. That that means you've done a wonderful thing to your ball flight. You're gonna have more predictability. You're gonna understand your ball flight further because now you know how to slice the ball. Now you know how to hook the ball. Now you have the ingredients. Now you've educated your hands. And because of that, you're a more complete player. And that's what I'm all about. We're playing the long game, not the short game here, meaning that we're gonna play this game for a long time. We wanna stack skills, on skills, on skills, on top of education, on top of skills. And just keep the motor moving the right direction even if it's moving slow as long as it's moving the right direction it's all good anyway i appreciate you all for listening i appreciate you for hanging out for this podcast share it with a friend leave it a review you don't know how much that actually helps this is a medium-sized podcast and i want it to be a big-sized podcast so we can reach more golfers and help put the good word out into the world as to how you build skills over time I wanna stop selling quick fixes. I think golf media has done that for too long. Let's keep it real. Let's build skills on top of skills. And I will catch you back here same time, same place next week.